0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast Thrifting Ain't Easy. My name is Erica and we are continuing on in our Why You Are Not Making Sales on Blank series. Last week we touched over Depop. I did the ins and outs of how you guys can be successful on Depop and taking some tips from my own podcast episode, I was able to make quite a few sales last week on Depop and I'm getting definitely back into my game. So with that being said, this week we are tackling the next of this series and as I said last week, (laughs) I am starting from the bottom, the very bottom of the podcast queue that is In the very first episode that I ever did of this podcast, I compared the two of Depop and Curtsy, which is another selling app. With that being said, I just did Depop and now it is time for Curtsy. So this episode is dedicated all to why you are not making sales on Curtsy. Curtsy is an amazing selling platform that I have been on for the past year year or two maybe. And I've done pretty well. And with that being said, I've clocked into sales just today. So I'm going to be giving you guys some tips and tricks on how you can succeed at the up and coming, I would call it selling app that is curtsy. So if you are interested in learning why you aren't making sales on curtsy, just keep on listening. So, before we dive into the logistics of this week's episode, I want to give you guys a quick definition of Curtsy. Curtsy is a new up and coming platform. It has been in existence for about two years, or maybe possibly three, but from what I know of, um, around two years. And it is basically a selling platform for women, and specifically with the demographic going after young women. It was started by some college students, I believe at the University of Mississippi, and since then they've just kept their mission and stayed true to themselves and right now on curtsy the only thing you can sell is to women they only offer women's sizes and it's very geared towards you know being a closet clear out type of platform so like Mercari, you aren't able to have multiple items listed under one. Say you have a small, medium, and a large of something, you're going to have to individually list because this um, this selling platform is heavy on the closet clear out and helping college students and stuff like that. So um, as you guys know, I am also a college student, and I actually was exposed to curtsy by one of my friends who is not in the reseller world at all, but she was just telling me about how she can sell her clothes on a platform and also buy clothes on a platform that is very heavy on what is trendy in the young adult and Gen Z and millennial age. And it's also very cheap for the name brands that you're looking for in those age groups so that's exactly what curtsy is if you want to look it up in the app store i do believe that it is only for iphones for ios right now however they will most likely be sp- expanding it to android um i said this in the first podcast episode ever <laughs> when i compared curtsy and depop curtsy is it's a it's a baby platform There are some times when it has glitches. There are some things they run a lot of promos to entice people to stay on the app. And with that being said, Curtsy is a unique opportunity because you really do get to see um, a a selling platform like that growing as you are on the platform. So I've been on Curtsy for a while now, and I have officially made... 169 sales on there and if you know anything about curtsy you would know that that is actually really good i'm one of the top sellers on the platform it's really hard to sell on curtsy but you know it all pays off if you know what you're doing and that's what i want to help you guys out with in this week's podcast episode so That was the definition of what curtsy is. Now we're going to go into some of the reasons why you just aren't making those sales. So the number one reason why you are not making sales on Curtsy is because you don't promote enough. Unlike Poshmark and unlike Depop, Curtsy is one of the platforms where you can't just share every single day and you get exposure. You're gonna have to lower the price, play with the price, do that kind of thing if you want your item to stand out a little bit more. So of course, Curtsy, the app, allows you little tools and buttons to help you promote your item. In you know, the snap of a finger. Um, so with that being said, you do have an easier opportunity than, would you say, like Mercari, where you can do different things. But on Curtsy, you are going to have to promote your items yourself. So you're going to have to keep refreshing it on people's feed. You can promote it by doing a price drop or you can send a private offer. And those are the two ways to make sure your listing keeps getting refreshed and keeps getting seen. It's kind of hard to compare it when you compare it to Poshmark or you compare it to Depop when with the snap of a finger every single day you have the opportunity to get your items seen just simply by refreshing your feed and sharing to your followers. But on Curtsy, you have to drop the price and promote it in order for it to stay relevant and stay high up on the um, in the algorithm of curtsy that's one thing I feel like a lot of people don't know about is your item can be just buried deep in the curtsy archives if you aren't promoting it enough so make sure one tip that I always would recommend is start high when listing on curtsy not too high you have to be affordable but start high So it is easier for you, much easier for you to then go on and promote it so you can be comfortable going down, going down, going down until it sells. Make sure you're always going to be at a comfort level for you and know that you're going to make that profit back by making sure you start high and just play with it until someone bites. The number two reason why you're not making any sales on curtsy is because you're not willing to negotiate. As I said in the intro of this, curtsy is highly, highly favored by college students and young adults. With that being said, just remember what it was like in college. You don't have that much money. You don't have that much money. And with that being said, you want to be able to have the trendy brands. You want to be able to have the trendy outfits, but not at an expensive price. So on Curtsy, do not. I personally do not sell items on Curtsy for the same price that I do on Poshmark. On Poshmark, you're more likely to run into people with full-time jobs and with flexible incomes that are willing to spend a lot of money. However, on Curtsy, I... I'm always willing to negotiate with people because I understand the circumstances that majority of this demographic is under and they want to have deals. They want to get the best deals and the best bang for their buck, especially since they're, you know, in their respective college towns and making it work. So always be willing to negotiate. If Someone sends you an offer Let them know, hey, I'm interested. However, I'm going to have to negotiate with you because I do want to, you know, make a decent profit from this. The number three reason why you are not making any sales is because you don't understand your demographic. I cannot say that enough in this episode, and I don't think I will curtsy is full of high school college and young adult young women so you need to be able to understand your demographic and sell to people who like lulu's free people lululemon princess polly and other preppy type of brands and also vintage vintage is really big on a uh, platform like curtsy so make sure you understand your demographic how can you do that Stay listening to my Trend Alert episodes where I go through the trends of the summer, spring, winter, and fall. Those are not going anywhere, and my fall episode is coming up soon. However, you can also be active in it. Go on Pinterest, follow influencers, see what people are wearing, see what people want to be buying, and that is how you can, you know, understand your demographic on Curtsy. There are a lot of things that I have on Poshmark that I would never post on Curtsy, just simply for the fact because I know that on Curtsy, I'm working with a specific demographic of people who aren't necessarily going to want, you know, blazer jackets or long sleeves that, you know, sort of look older. They're gonna want crop tops, they're gonna want urban outfitters, they're gonna want funky vintage styles that I also know won't do that well on Poshmark. Just like with any platform you're selling on, you need to understand your demographic. And curtsy is a very specific demographic, so that's why you need to make sure that you're gonna make sales. You're not gonna make sales if you're selling the same things that you would on Poshmark. Yes, you might be a big hit on Poshmark, but That doesn't mean it's going to translate to your curtsy crowd because your curtsy crowd, you need to be making sure you have some game day outfits. You need to be making sure you have formal attire, anything that you know people are probably going to be looking for in the high school, college, and young adult age range. Make sure that you put that on your curtsy, and that might not be everything that you currently have on your Poshmark. The number four reason why you are not making any sales on Curtsy is because you are not responding fast enough. Curtsy, like Depop, is a very fast-paced app, and with this being a mobile-only app, a lot of people really expect you to be on your phone 24-7. So for this, I actually have the perfect example, and it happened today. This is the craziest thing, but I kind of... I'm not going to justify because I don't get where she's coming from, but... This just to show you how important it is to reply fast on courtesy and why it is going to it can make or break a sale. So today I sold a um, seaside sweatshirt. It was an amazing score. I got it. I thrifted it and then I ended up flipping it for 40 bucks. So I was super, super happy about that profit margin. And it sold in the middle of the day. I checked my phone. I was, dri- I believe I was driving and I put my phone down and forgot. And 10 minutes went by and I got a notification from Curtsy that said your buyer would like to cancel their order. And I was like, She just ordered 10 minutes ago. Like, why is she trying to cancel it? So I reached out to her and I said, hey, I plan on shipping your item tomorrow. Why are you trying to cancel your order? And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't hear back from you. So I thought that you were MIA and I just wanted to cancel the order. But now that I know you're going to ship it tomorrow, it's fine. Um, Please go ahead and ship it. I'm not going to cancel the order. That should go to show you I didn't respond for 10 minutes and she was on me. That is very extreme, but that is also how a lot of these people are on these selling platforms like Depop and like Curtsy. They want you to respond right then and right there, and that really can make or break a sale. So make sure that you are responding fast enough to people or they will lose interest quickly. The number five reason why you are not making sales on Curtsy is because you're not listing regularly. I hate saying that word. It's because you aren't listing like you should. Curtsy is an interesting platform, especially when you get up to the point where you are consistently selling on there you're gonna have people who want to be repeat buyers but you have to give them a reason to shop just like any platform you need to be posting consistently to offer those new items for those new and old customers at the same time i'm not going to go into this one um too deep because it's just like this with every platform but you got to be posting regularly I hate saying that word, (laughs) y'all. The number six reason why you're not selling on curtsy is because you aren't shipping quick enough. Poshmark, I can say. Poshmark and Etsy are two platforms that have spoiled us. They have spoiled the resellers. You want to know why? Because they allow you to ship in a couple of days. They allow you to ship when you can Poshmark is like, hey, could you ship this? Etsy's like, girl, ship it whenever you can. I don't really care. Mercari and Curtsy want you to have it out of your door, literally hopefully by tomorrow, by the day after it sells. It's crazy, but it's effective for those sites. Two reselling platforms that I know are very, very serious about hey, you need to get your item out, is Curtsy and Mercari. With that being said, you need to be shipping pretty quickly on Curtsy because you only have up to, I want to say like two or three days after somebody purchases it before Curtsy is like you need to... St- ship this out or we're going to cancel this order curtsy hounds at sellers about it and another thing is they give you a little badge that lets you know hey this person is a quick shipper or not if they're not a quick shipper then they don't give you that little badge and that badge does you know, help you and getting and attracting more customers. So curtsy is very stout on making sure you are shipping on time, shipping when you need to be and shipping as soon as possible so that your customer can get it in their hands by the end of the week. The number seven reason why you are not making sales on curtsy is because you haven't tried autopilot. Listen, listen, I was a person who would list on Curtsy and the little notification, do you want to try Autopilot with Curtsy would come up and I would say no skip this notification, do not bring it up again, and I'd list and I'd self-promote it and it'd sit there and it'd sit there and it's still probably sitting there. The things that I would just list and it wouldn't move anywhere. So I tried it, and I'm currently trying it. It's called Autopilot. This is an update that has recently been added to the Curtsy app website. Um, So what it is, is the point of it is to help you sell. They will consistently put your item on sale. They will consistently boost your item for you. And you give them an allotted time slot. I'm right now, their default, I believe, is 21 days. So I just kept it at the default. And basically, Curtsy is giving the opportunity to challenge themselves to make sure that your item sells within 21 days. But with that being said you're not going to make a lot of money from autopilot because they have to keep bumping it down consistently until somebody buys it so that's why i've been a little hesitant but there are some things i would really just like gone so i decided to pull the trigger and do autopilot on curtsy and we'll see how that goes When I say pull the trigger and do it, I literally mean today was the first day I was like, I need to try autopilot before I talk about it in this episode and be like, hey, you need to do this. Hey, you don't need to do this. It sounds like an amazing concept. Um, Mercury, I want to say, has something similar. Um, I don't know. I think they do. They probably do. Anyways. But curtsy just consistently boosts your item for you by promoting it, and it marks the price down, marks the price down until somebody buys. So I'm just going to let a couple of my items on curtsy be in the hands of curtsy and let them try to sell it for me, basically. All you do is post it, and they do the promoting for you. So we'll see how that goes. I will report if it goes well. I will also report if it goes bad. Here's to 21 more days when I get to figure out whether those items that I put on on the autopilot actually worked. The number eight reason why you are not making sales on Curtsy is because unlike Depop, likes actually do matter. On an app like Curtsy, buyers are directly searching for that item. So with that being said, do not be afraid when you see a like. To send an offer to likers. Depop. It's kind of more for the aesthetic. You, know, you never know when you're on the um, trending page. But with curtsy. People are directly searching for. What you have in your closet. And with that being said. If someone likes it. Don't be afraid to send an offer. Because they might just want a reason to buy it. So with that being said you know, likes do kind of matter on Curtsy more than I would say on um, Depop and more than I would say on Etsy, but I would say Mercari Curtsy and Poshmark are the apps where likes really truly do matter, and you should and can take action when somebody likes your item because you kind of get the sense of you know that they were directly searching for something and they're just waiting for you to send an offer to them. So that it's a sign for them to buy. That's how I look at it. And I know And when I'm shopping on reselling platforms and if I'm looking for something specifically and they send me that option to get reduced shipping or to get a couple dollars off, I'm going to see that as a sign that I need to take advantage of this. So with that being said, likes do matter on Curtsy. The uh, number nine reason why you are not making sales on Curtsy is because you need to stop worrying about followers. I don't think there's a single platform, single reselling platform in on the face of this earth where followers matter. Followers don't matter. Followers are honestly more for decoration. On Poshmark, it's more for people to see your items when you share them, but it doesn't really help, actually. Um, Depop, it doesn't matter, and it also doesn't matter on curtsy just because you have a lot of followers on Curtsy does not mean you're going to have a lot of sales. Nothing will ever translate to followers. So, one thing you're going to hear throughout the rest of this series is every single platform, followers don't matter. I just can't think of a reselling platform where follower your follower account translate to you having more sales. Yes, it does give you a lot of exposure. However, Followers don't really matter, so don't focus on following people on those reselling platforms to make sure you get, you know, 500 followers in your first two weeks of being on there or whatever it is. Stop focusing on followers. Start focusing on promoting, on, you know, getting people to like your items, using those keywords in your title so that more people can see your items, stuff like that. That is far more valuable than looking for followers, in my opinion. And last but not least, the number 10 reason why you are not making sales on curtsy is simply because you don't have good pictures. I've already talked about that. If I say demographic one more time, I'm going to freak. I've already talked about the demographic, y'all. I just said it again. But I have already talked about the types of people who shop on curtsy. Those type of people love aesthetic pictures. I All I can say is curtsy is on the come up because I was listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast. And about a month or two ago, she had an ad read so she got a brand deal to promote Curtsy on her po- her podcast, and that's one of the most successful podcasts there is. And also, I've heard um, a podcast episode with Charlie and Dixie Demilio being sponsored by Curtsy. So millions of people have heard about Curtsy in the last couple of months through these influencers. So with that being said, you're listening on Curtsy, and you know that Emma Chamberlain, you know that Charlie Demilio, and you know that Dixie Demilio have done an ad read for them, and most likely checked out the app. Make sure your pictures are good enough that you would not be ashamed that Charlie D'Amelio just looked at your listing on Curtsy. That's how I say you should look at it. Make sure that your pictures are so good that even if Emma Chamberlain saw your pictures on Curtsy, you would not be ashamed of it. Pictures mean everything on any reselling platform but on curtsy don't be afraid to branch out don't be afraid to add some extras don't be afraid to add some you know like a cute background on curtsy a lot of people like to try on their clothing and that does really well so don't be afraid to try on your clothing and show people how you can style it or you know if it's something that was in your personal closet post some of the pictures you have of you in that actual piece that you're selling and let people know that you know you understand the demographic of people who are shopping from you and they want to see really good taken photos of these products. Um, one thing I would recommend, I personally don't do this, but I've seen a lot of people do it and they've been very successful with it. Um, Curtsy really loves people to sh- like show the item being worn. So if you fit into some of the clothes and the sizes that you sell, don't be afraid to style it for your audience and don't be afraid to, you know, post some pictures of you wearing those pants a couple years ago that you're not putting up for sale. Show people what it looked like you on you and on your body and just don't be afraid to flex, girl. It's hot girl summer, so don't be afraid to just hey, I look really cute in this picture and I need an excuse to post it, so let's just post it on Curtsy. You'll definitely get the feedback you want on Curtsy because everybody there is freakishly nice. So that is it for why you aren't making sales on Curtsy. I'm going to do what I always do and run through the list one more time before I get to the end of the episode ramble. The number one reason why you aren't making sales on Curtsy is because you need to promote often. Number two, be willing to negotiate. Three, understand your demographic. Four, respond fast. Five, list regularly. I did it, y'all. Six, ship quickly. Seven, try autopilot. Eight, likes do matter. Nine, stop worrying about followers, and 10, take good pictures. So that is it for that part of this week's episode. I think I want to introduce another part to the podcast. Don't worry, it's not going to be too long. I'm not going to just spill too much, but I have to find some way to share with you guys this good news. So I think I'm going to just like, add this into the podcast every single week and at the end of the episode I'm going to have my fun and serious moments when I'm talking about what I'm talking about within it but at the end of the episode I want to kind of open it to a free space where I just get to talk to you guys and just you know be honest with you guys and let you guys know what's going on in my life in the reselling realm so with that being said we're going to kick off the first episode because I have some really exciting news that I want to share with you guys right now and I wanted to make an excuse for it so now every week I'm just going to have to come up with a reason to continue this new segment of the story of my life. So right now, I am on cloud nine because I tried something different. You guys have heard me talk about it, but I have never done it, as in selling-wise. I have always gone to Plato's Closet for their 90 and 70% off sales. However, I have never gone to Plato's Closet to sell today for the first time I pulled out a lot of items from my my death pile that I just know I won't ever post and I just don't feel like posting so I pulled out a lot of items and I decided that I was going to sell them to Plato's Closet before I decided to donate. I donate a lot of stuff to Goodwill and now that I look at results of going to Plato's Closet today. I kind of wish I would have like maybe gone to Plato's Closet more often but with that being said it's perfectly fine. It's going to a good cause but I've sold to Plato's Closet for the first time today. First of all it only took 25 minutes for them to completely check my bags and... Give me the total. I came in with two bags with two tote bags, so they weren't too big, but they were pretty filled to the top. And with that being said, I scored sixty dollars from Play-Doh's Closet. Now I know that is not a lot of money, but if you guys have ever heard about the horrors of selling to Play Doh's Closet, that definitely is a lot of money. Um, they only went through they only gave me they gave me sixty dollars for about ten items. Because they completely took all of one bag and left um, the other bag with stuff full of it. I know they checked everything, so that's that's good. And I can see what was missing and see what they did end up giving me back. But um, in total, they took one of the tote bags full of items from me and they gave me 60 bucks for it. So I'm super happy about that. And I think I'm definitely going to continue to sell to Plato's Closet now that I have finally pulled the trigger and done it. So I'm going to continue to sell to Plato's Closet um and just get rid of my death pile so I recommend you guys do that if you have a death pile and you know that you're just not going to list it but you know that it has some value to it just take it to your local consignment shop or take it to Plato's closet and sell it and just get rid of it anything is better than it sitting in your closet and sitting in your inventory collecting dust I had to realize that and I'm so thankful that I did now because I got 60 bucks, and that's 60 bucks that I would have just kind of either thrown away or just would have been sitting in my closet until it got out of style. So I'm very happy about going to Play Plato's Closet today and pulling that trigger, and I've already went through the second half of my death pile, and now I have two more bags I'm going to take to Play Plato's Closet at the end of the week to see how much I can get and maybe keep the streak going. I have some brands in there that they might like, so we'll see. But that is it for this part of the episode, just the unnecessary part. I hope you guys didn't click off of it. But if you're still here, I want to thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. You can follow me on Instagram at The Cheap Teak and at The College Reseller. Both of those are my platforms. You can leave me a review if you would love to on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what I can do differently what you like about my podcast whatever you want to say in that review section go ahead and say it and I want to thank you guys so much for just continuing to stick with me and listen to me and I'm really happy last week's episode on why you aren't making sales on Depop did some numbers so I'm very happy that I potentially reached a new audience and if you are hearing my voice for the first time ever or you were hearing my voice for the second time ever after hearing last week's Depop episode hi however you i love you and thank you so much for listening to the podcast so that is it for this week's episode i hope you guys learned a lot and i hope you guys continue to kill it and sell a lot on curtsy thank you guys so much i will see you guys next week bye